0: Welcome to the 33rd episode in our podcast series about positive intelligence. As you remember in episode 32, positive intelligence coach Kathleen Fanning and I discussed the application of positive intelligence to women in leadership and higher education. Now, as you know, the ultimate goal of positive intelligence is to regulate the imbalance between the left and the right brain, or to put it simply, to turn down the volume of the voices, the saboteurs, coming from the left brain, and turn up the volume of the voices, your sages and wiser self, coming from the right brain. Now, of course, this is an oversimplification of what's actually going on. Uh, The brain, as you know, is far more complicated than simply left or right. And more accurately, as the creator of positive intelligence, Shirzad Shemain says, your saboteurs live in your survive region the brain stem, limbic system, and parts of the left brain. And your sage lives in the thrive region, the middle prefrontal cortex, empathy circuitry, and parts of the right brain. But for our purposes, the left brain and right brain simplification works for basic understanding. Now, today we have an excellent guest, Angie Alexander. Now, as Angie, as you may remember, has been our guest before, actually, in episode number 18 when Angie and I discussed the sage power of Explore. So welcome again, Angie, to Podcast PQ.
1: Hey, Charlie, it's really great to be back. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. It's gonna be fun to dive into more specific applications uh, as well as uh, just kind of chat about whatever you wanna talk to me about today. (laughs)
0: Okay, well, just to review uh, for a second, uh, you introduced yourself in in the earlier podcast, but just remind us of of who you are, where you are and so forth.
1: Sure, of course. Um, So my name is Angie Alexander. I um, live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and uh, I am a PQ certified coach since July, 2021, last year. Um, I started out my career actually as an engineer and I um, did engineering here in Calgary in oil and gas for over 20 years. And then over the last few years, I've transitioned into um, leadership coaching and team effectiveness work, organizational effectiveness, that sort of thing. And then in the last year or so, um, found positive intelligence and became a certified mental fitness coach.
0: Fantastic. Now, tell us tell us how you did find uh, and become interested in positive intelligence or PQ
1: as we mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I was I was fortunate to uh, it kind of li- almost literally fell into my lap. Um, I have a very good friend who I went to engineering school with, and we'd we'd uh, lost touch over the years, and then reconnected just in the last uh, the last few years since I had transitioned out of the corporate world. And he put out a call on Facebook one day, looking for coaches who wanted to participate in some kind of free program, and he. You know, so I reached out and said, Hey, tell me more about this. I have some time. Yeah. And so he explained what it was. He didn't really know much about it. He said, It's some app, something or other. You listen to a guy talk to you a few times, seems pretty doable. Um, We had someone drop out of our group and we we need someone to to fill in. What do you think? And I said, Well, if it's something that you're interested in, sign me up.
0: (laughs) And then the rest is history.
1: The rest is history.
0: (laughs) Now, well, what did positive intelligence bring to you? and what uh, what surprised you about it
1: you know uh, for me it, i i was surprised and when i went in and started learning a bit about it and thought oh positive intelligence well i'm I, I think of myself as a pretty emotionally intelligent person and certainly most people that i know would say that i'm very positive that's you know something that that i pride myself on doing this work it's not that i realized that i wasn't a positive person Um, or an empathetic person. But I realized that I was pretty hard on myself. And that realization, the learning about my judge, the learning about how I was getting in my own way um, over the years was really, really helped for me to unpack that and see this whole idea of, there's this data that says that I'm smart and successful and capable and all of these things but that this judge I realize now was constantly just telling me that I didn't belong I wasn't smart enough I you know everyone else in the room knew more than I did and held me back maybe from asking more questions than I than I should have so that was a nice understanding and towards you know the end of the six weeks I I felt so much more empowered and able to um really embrace who I was and and not just say that I was smart, but actually believe that I was smart.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it turns out you are. (laughs) Well, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, how, how have you focused your, your certification and knowledge of positive intelligence to a, a specific niche or niches in your Mm -hmm. practice?
1: Mm -hmm. So, um, before I started into the positive intelligence space, uh, I was working with a lot of teams. Um, my, my corporate experience really led me to working. I loved working with teams. I loved being part of a team. I've always loved bringing out all of the different personalities and perspectives within a team. So when I first left the corporate world, that was where I focused myself. And I had written a couple of articles. I seem to have a bit of a connection with women, particularly technical women like myself who were struggling And I wrote an article on LinkedIn at at that time, just saying, you know, how do we, you know, I had this little voice in my head that was the the universe telling me that uh, the difference between success and happiness and how, you know, how important that was to have somebody that you could lean on, a coach to help you work through that. And so that article launched me into more of a coaching space. And in the meantime, I was still trying to connect with all these leaders and not really getting very far with that. And as you know, when we go through positive intelligence, we're encouraged to go with ease and flow. So if it feels hard, you're doing something, you're missing something. That's the, the saboteurs are, are pushing you or, or down that path. So I realized that maybe it was time to let go of this push, 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 particularly during the pandemic of working with senior leaders and their teams. And maybe there was an opportunity to really focus on women. So through the positive intelligence work I, uh, and the niche work that we did, I started realizing that I really had a soft, a soft spot or a connection with women who had been through ser- similar experiences to me, reaching a point in their career where they're wondering, what am I actually doing? I'm successful, air quotes, mm-hmm. um, according to all kinds of external things. This, my company says I'm successful. Society says I'm successful. My paycheck says I'm successful. But something doesn't feel right. I don't feel happy. Right. And so I'd gone through a few of those ups and downs throughout my career where I, I kind of questioned, what am I doing with myself? No. <laughs> Why did I become an engineer? I'm not really happy. I'm not, you know, so I moved around and it did some of those things. So I realized I have a real connection with women in that same situation who are somewhere in their you know, they're established enough in their career that they've had some experience that they know that they want something different from their their life. They're not really sure what that is and they're connecting happiness to their success and I believe in it being the other way around that we need to figure out what makes us happy or joyful and that will then lead to our success so I that's the work that's the niche that I'm working with is those women who are questioning what success and happiness look like and then using uh, the framework of positive intelligence to help
0: yes and but you have them. a very very strong uh edge on other coaches when you're dealing with women with technical backgrounds because of your own technical background and you do you do lean that way don't you toward women with technical backgrounds but you're not limited to it
1: Correct. Always right. That was a huge learning. Right, go to the middle of the bullseye, and you'll catch the catch the rest of them along the way. But um, absolutely, I think, and this goes with teams as well. I have the ability to understand the technical brain. I, I have the technical speak. I understand the challenges of being, in a in that technical problem solving environment, and then women in technical fields, especially engineers, geologists, those those sorts of people. We're in a male-dominated environment, which creates its own, its own series of set of, of challenges. And you know, interesting today is International Women's Day. Uh-huh. And the and the, the theme this year is break the bias. And so that's really a lot of um, the work that I do is, is around that, is helping women who work in that male-dominated space to really, you know, understand how they can be strong leaders and strong technical people without having to change who they are. Um, in order to again follow that, like this is what success looks like in this sort of male-dominated environment. Well, maybe maybe we need to start helping break that that bias a little bit and step into our leadership skills in a in a different way.
0: Yeah, and no, I understand. You've also extended yourself as as have others, including myself, uh, by the way, in working with Positive Intelligence in what they call their B two B program, or the business to business program. And you, what, what that means is they take certified positive intelligence coaches and uh, use them as part of their teams to export uh, the positive intelligence process into those organizations. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, from just a little bit about your experience and, and hopes for things like that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, so positive intelligence has a community of practice for the B2B space run by uh, some of the positive intelligence uh, staff. So Natalie Siston and Rhonda Farrell and, and others, that team is growing uh, every time we, we get together. So there's a community of practice, which has been such a great support. They're, you know, teaching us good facilitation techniques. They're explaining to us how they're growing their business. So positive intelligence is going out into organizations and, and selling the the subscription of Positive Intelligence, so that's where it's the more than 25 seats, the bigger organizations that have 100 or 200 or thousand people. So on one hand, Positive Intelligence is selling into these organizations with um, knowing that they need the support of of coaches to we'll run help, we'll the
0: PQ are certified.
1: who are certified coaches exactly who can who can facilitate the pods for the flagship program, the six week program. So they're training us um, through the, the community practice to do that. And as, as you mentioned, uh, some of us are, are now in the process of, of being vetted in some way to um, get put into the group that can then um, be asked to go in and support that. Now on the other side, the other way that we can work in that B2B space is, and, I, and this is something I'm currently experiencing, is if we have a client ourselves, that's a corporate team and an organization, we can bring that to positive intelligence and and so i'm working with a client that i that i've brought to the program and take that take that team through through the positive intelligence program with the hope of then working with the positive intelligence team to sell the subscription program into that client so there's there's kind of two ways that we can engage with the b2b organization and i'm hoping uh, for both to To be successful for me, absolutely, and I hope yeah. so
0: too. You know, I think I think with people like you, they will be successful. Now, now you you do an awful lot to promote positive intelligence. Uh, one of the things that you did with a couple of other uh, colleagues, I think maybe one or two of them have also been on our podcast.
1: Is, yes. Um,
0: you created a a a meeting place called the PQ Clubhouse. Tell us about
1: that. Sure. Yeah. So. Um- our, our club on Clubhouse is, is called the PQ Coaches Collective. And Clubhouse is a social audio app. So it's an app on your phone that you go to and it's a live audio. You can pop into rooms and have a conversation. Um, don't have to turn on your camera or anything like that. It's all just your voice. So there were a group of six of us initially and our little group grew to seven who founded the, the club. We saw the need for or, or the opportunity to support pq coaches outside of the ongoing zoom calls that we had with shirzad and bill and it was you know either to continue conversations we will have a call after some of the monthly calls with uh, bill and shirzad or just regular conversations around whatever might be on on the mind of the pq coaches it's an opportunity to you know share that collective wisdom share stories share successes share challenges uh, support each other uh, in in a way and it's been incredibly satisfying for for those of us that are that are doing that um, to be awesome. able to be those voices sorry go it, ahead it, it
0: is growing too hasn't mm-hmm. it? yeah oh, what's the size of it now there's a couple hundred at least aren't there
1: uh we have a thousand members wow. in the club yeah now not all active obviously and and not all necessarily pq coaches um, we do have a few a few people who joined the club because they enjoy listening to the conversations and in doing so some of them have then gone on to either do the grant program and become a coach or maybe become clients of, of some of our coaches uh in the in the room so it's yeah it's been you know we have i don't know how many moderators we're training up other coaches to be able to lead the rooms and we're seeing we've seen it in ourselves we see it in other coaches the confidence and the growth that comes from being able to, you know, get up on the virtual stage, uh, speak, you know, the first time someone comes up on stage, they may be nervous and then, pretty, you know, somewhere down the road, they become a moderator and they're leading conversations and incredibly satisfying. And every time I lead a conversation, I learn something from those that come to the room and I always go away inspired. It's, it's been quite a satisfying thing to, to do uh, for our coaches.
0: Well, I've attended a couple of them, I've been there, and not speaking a lot, but I've said a few things, but I really share the same thing, uh, Angie, of actually having participated in one, you come away learning a heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, let me, let me ask you this. You've been coaching people now for quite a while and applying p- uh, positive intelligence. Tell us some of the, uh, without getting into details, of course, and some of the results that you're getting uh from your application of positive intelligence in your coaching practice what are people saying what are people doing
1: you know i i my favorite my favorite story is this young uh female engineer that i that i work with so i started working with her um before i was a, a certified uh well before i was even a positive intelligence coach and she's you know um dealing with a lot of the things that I did when I was that age Um, you know you again this sort of imposter syndrome do I belong here am I smart enough all these other guys around me and you know all this sort of thing so I started coaching her and partway into our coaching engagement we did the positive intelligence program and um, I have after we did so just watching her go through that in itself was was pretty impressive like her learning, her ability to tap into her, her own feelings and acknowledge her saboteurs and how quickly I'm at a point now, if I'm on a call with her and she gets hijacked, I don't even have to say anything. You know, I can just, we're, you know, I can just look at her across the screen and I can just do a, and she'll do a couple of deep breaths and I can see her sage come back in. So at the end of the six week program, I did a session with her that I've done with other clients and I call it redefined success. It was intended to be kind of a, a lead magnet, bring, bring women in, spend a few hours with them going through this whole idea of what does success mean to you? What does happiness mean to you? Let's, you know, let's understand what those are and what the gaps are. So when I did it with her, it was very fast first of all it didn't take very long to kind of make the list of both and very quickly she came to the realization that being successful and being happy all came down to living her why living her purpose and in both cases and you know when when we kind of came to that realization she started crying
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was amazing she was so excited and i asked her i said tell me what you think that conversation would have looked like before we did the positive intelligence program and she said there's no way that we would have got where we got in that conversation it would have I'd have got stuck in success is pleasing my parents success is making a lot of money success is all of these things and she wouldn't have even been able to talk about happiness because it was it just wasn't something that that was in her vocabulary even at that point so, very, you know, just so incredible to see. And even now, as you know, I meet with her monthly, we started another year, and she's just every time we come in, she'll come in and she'll be all hijacked. And, you know, she, I can talk to her about her saboteurs. she knows who they are, we know how to handle them. Um, she's starting to dig deeper. It's, it's been very Satisfying. It's not, you know, I wish I had done that kind of work when I was 28 or 29. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, that's that's quite a testimonial on the effects of positive intelligence. How do you, you know, how do you keep it going? And you know, you go through the six-week, seven-week program. How do you sustain that momentum down the line?
1: Yeah, it's such a great question. And you know, we hear that a lot on Clubhouse. That's a very common question that people come with in terms of how do I um how do, how do I keep it going? Now, let me just clarify. Your question was for me. How do I keep it going for me or for my clients? Well, no.
0: How do you, how do you with your clients that you've uh, mm-hmm. coached and you've taught them or you got them uh, energized about the concept and, and, and had them develop the habits or the mental muscles, as Shirzad calls them, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you keep that going after the six or seven week program? Uh, you mentioned your one client where you meet with her monthly and you actually yeah. do a little bit of PQ. So that's doing it. Yeah. Oh, so o- what are some other examples?
1: Yeah. If, you know, it's interesting because I have a few different, I haven't landed on one single way. Um, you know, I have one pod of women uh, that I, that I worked with who, who all, they work together in one in, uh, environment. They're all consultants, but they, they work together in one, uh, on one project uh, that continues on. And they have I continue to meet with them monthly. plus there's a whatsapp chat that they have that they're very active on. We, we started a you know every day we have you know motivation Monday, what's motivating you? Taming Tuesday, what are your saboteurs that you're taming today? Win Wednesdays, although you know we have kind of a a, a, a weekly cadence of, of conversation. And they you know they continue to meet once a month, and in in their case, I bring uh, a sage power, and we review, you know, we kind of do a, a lesson, a little bit of, of learning on a, a particular sage power. Plus, they they get to share back um, their reflections from the, the month. And I send them a, a, a weekly journal prompt that gets them thinking about the sage power that we're working on. And then they reflect how they're back, how their week or month, their weeks went over the month. And that's been just very powerful the sharing that that they have um they told me when i asked them what they wanted from me on an ongoing basis you know they said well the journal prompts are great and all this stuff and and one of them said we need you to continue to sprinkle your your special stardust into the whatsapp chat on a regular basis <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while one of them will send a little like fairy dust kind of emoji to say we need some angie uh some angie stardust in the in the conversation." So. So that's one thing that I'm doing. I do have um, a couple of small groups that have continued on, and some of them aren't even continuing with the grow app, um, but they really enjoy the conversation and we come together and they support each other. I call them sage seats. Mm-hmm. So they each get, you know, seven, 10 minutes where they can bring forward a, an issue that, that they're having. And we, we bring it all back to mental fitness and how are, you know, that we, we do that group coaching conversation around you know what are your saboteurs saying what's your sage saying how can you approach that and they're leaning on each other to to do yeah. that so that's that's been really a really powerful experience as well so um, you know uh, yeah.
0: one of the one of the experiences that I've had of uh, keeping the pods together is whenever I do these 6 weeks course I put together a little slack channel with the <laughs> with the application slack and you don't have six or seven people in there. And then you can, you have various topics. And it's if they, if they, some of them get on it and groove with it, and others don't. But if, they, if you really get it going, that's a great way to stay in touch and do with the kinds of things that you're, you're doing, where you don't have to Zoom or meet all the time, you know. Yeah. But let me ask you this what, what else do you do with PQ? What do you do with it?
1: You know, I mean, I think I use it on a daily basis. You know, I mean, I, I, I continue on a daily basis. I see the application of it in my own life and how I, you know, I actually had a conversation just this morning with a good friend who uh, I can't convince her to go through the program, um, but I coach her as a friend uh, regularly from that that position of, of you know, I, I, I have a pretty good understanding of what her judge sounds like and what her saboteurs sound like. So I infuse it into a lot of conversations. I use a lot of the language, you know, ease and flow. Um, you know, we're perfectly imperfect humans. All the lessons that we learn from, from Sherzad, I bring them to a lot of my conversations and the work that I do in, in other areas when I'm supporting people. So um, yeah, and within, I mean, within the PQ community, uh, I'm, you know, continue on the, the group, obviously the group of us on the. On the Clubhouse app, we, we're our own little pod, we meet on a regular basis. And uh, I get invited in occasionally to um, kick off the new cohorts um, within the PQ community and speak a little bit about, it started off with the come tell us about your experience with positive intelligence. And now that uh, now that we're recognized in the community as the Clubhouse people, I get a chance to talk about Clubhouse and invite the cohorts to come join us and how to find us in the conversation. So. Yeah, a few little things here and there. It's fun.
0: Well, now, you, suppose you had a, a couple of friends who were coaches, uh, but they weren't positive intelligence coaches. Uh, what, what kind of advice uh, would you give them, uh, these kind of coaches who might consider positive intelligence as another tool in their in their toolkit?
1: Yeah, there's no supposing about that. I actually have a couple of friends that, uh, that I'm having those conversations with. So um, I think my experience has been, if I tell my story about why it's important to me and seeing that, you know, it, it doesn't matter what other coaching modalities or trainings that you have, that you work with your clients, whether they be teams or individuals, what I see is the limitations of those. When you haven't installed the operating system of positive intelligence, you can only go so far if you haven't, acknowledged your saboteurs and your judge and done the the work to rewire your brain to be able to turn those down so that you can actually do the work that the uh, those other those other things that we do whether it be some of the personality you know Myers-Briggs or Discovery Insights or any of those things um, they become stickier you're more open to those changes than if you before you do the work so that's I think, and it doesn't seem to take much for for coaches who are open and willing to consider other possibilities. They hear you talk about it and it just makes sense, right? They, They understand it. They can see they've worked. If they've worked in other, for me, it's particularly the teamwork. They see that it, you know, the teams do well for a while and then they kind of, they lose it. Like they lose the momentum, the saboteurs start to to get in the way because they haven't dealt with them on an individual basis. So, yeah, that's, that's
0: good advice, and, and yeah, it's nice that you're you're out there pushing the product because it's certainly high quality. Agreed. So, well, I want to thank you, Angie, for joining me again. Uh, we could talk all day, I think, and this has I been so. a lot of fun. Uh, you know, learning about how positive intelligence coaching can be applied to to women in the technical world, as well as uh, businesses and teams. Now, yep. how can someone contact you? Uh, both Give us both how they can contact you as a possible coach, and also remind them of the PQ Coaches Collective again.
1: Yeah, sure. So, so uh, Clubhouse is uh, easy, you know, the Clubhouse app, if you find that, and then you find us on the PQ Coaches Collective is the the club. And we also have a website for that group. So we are, if you just, it's pqcoachescollective.com is the, the website. So you can find us there. Uh, for me uh, specifically, it's the easiest way to find me is on LinkedIn. So if you just look up uh, Angie Alexander PNG, which stands for professional engineer, you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'm also on uh, on Instagram, but all those links are in uh, on my LinkedIn page. So that's the easiest way to find me.
0: Well, I would certainly encourage anybody who is interested in a terrific coach to give you a call or to knock on your door. And yeah. for myself, you know, you can get in touch with me through of course this podcast series podcastpq.com or my coaching website uh charliejetcoaching.com or I do have a podcast series about critical skills. Uh that's called it's all about skills.com and we talk about the critical skills you need for success. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining us, and we'll see you soon in our next podcast PQ episode, when we will discuss the practical application of positive intelligence in a different area of interest.